0: Fatherhood, and the Eucharist. A perfect time to consider and celebrate them both. Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carico, and this homily was delivered on June 19th for the Solemnity of the Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ at Ascension Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. As always, thank you for listening. Enjoy. A Remedy for Confusion, Lord, Send Us Your Spirit. Listening to a podcast recently, I learned, or perhaps relearned, that pilots in flight, especially over open water at night, can get overwhelmingly confused about which way is up. While sitting in your pew this morning, this phenomenon will most likely seem strange, if not impossible, yet it is true. The speed at which the plane is going, and the blurring of visual cues used to determine the sea from the sky, merge to produce this disorienting effect. It can happen to deep-sea divers as well. Apparently, which way is up does not always have an obvious answer. Another image. Native island cultures, the kind that Europeans discovered, had a concept of geography unfamiliar to us. For them, north, or the word that would translate to north, often means up the mountain. In this linguistic model, the South is the direction one would turn to head to the coast. Their world revolved around the mountainous center of their island and the ocean. Their language developed around the best way to navigate and avoid confusion regarding which way to go. That was their world. This is ours. Our world is suffering from massive confusion. The signposts and indicators have become blurred or disregarded. The common language no longer adequately guides the young. Words that once directed us up the mountain are now colonized for the benefit of those in authority. A candidate for the highest judicial post in this great nation recently could not or would not answer the question, How do you define a woman? With this, we can probably say we live in a land of confusion. Indeed, who is a woman? A man? A husband, wife, father, or mother. When does a person with a beating heart, unique fingerprints, genetic code, and a life to live deserve human rights? What is a family? A marriage. Consider for a moment, when does a man become a father? When does a man become a father? We often hear the congratulatory expression at the birth of a child, How does it feel to become a dad? The sentiment is genuine, but reality is blurred. The instruments and signposts are being overlooked. The fact is that a father becomes a father at the moment of conception, well before the birth of their child, and without them even knowing it. A mother becomes a mother, a boy a brother, and a girl a sister. A grandmother becomes a great-grandmother, a brother an uncle, and so on. In struggling to divine our identity, we overlook the basis for how we are bound together in ways we simply do not choose ourselves. When such bonds are discarded, when a man believes he only becomes a father when he decides to accept it, the world becomes more and more confused. When the desperate cry out, hungry for the truth of who they are and what they are meant to do, it is in this moment of confusion that Jesus steps in, telling us to give them something to eat. Reading Luke's version of an event recounted in all four Gospels, we come upon a few insights into Jesus' desire to feed the hungry. Did Jesus yell out, five loaves and two fish? Come and get it, or starve? Did he demand that the best, most attractive, brightest, or friendliest eat first? Did Jesus respond to the situation in any way that resembles how we would handle similar circumstances in our modern world? The answer, obviously, is no, he did not. When informed of the desperate situation, he is told that he should have the crowds disperse, letting them go on their way to feed themselves. The apostles believe it is kindness to separate them and send them out. The mission of Christ and the truth he has been sent to proclaim, however, does not divide and send people back out in confusion. His word unites people, clarifies their situations, organizes them, and feeds them. Jesus did not force these crowds to come to him, neither will he force them to depart from him. Instead, he blesses and breaks the bread and gives it to the apostles so that they, the twelve can distribute it to those who have orderly gathered in groups of about fifty. About fifty. A curious phrase. Orderly and yet not rigid. Christ organizes and satisfies the people who have come to him. He accomplishes this through through those he would later ordain priests and bishops at the Last Supper. No coincidence that there are twelve apostles and twelve baskets of fragments, This connection helps to recognize the importance of the apostles as ministers of word and sacrament. These leftovers are also for the ministers, reassurance that they too will receive a superabundance of what they need. I take great comfort in this. Christ feeds me in prayer and thus empowers me, your pastor, to provide for you in word and sacrament. The enemy, of all that is true, good, and beautiful, desires to confuse and fragment us. The enemy despises faith and the family, for these bring people together, organize our lives to handle the truth we have received. The enemy targets the fathers to attack the faith and the family. Fathers are often portrayed in media and entertainment as weak, uncaring, crass, and stupid fathers are thus sidelined, their importance questioned. It is no coincidence that the enemy attacks priests as well. Sin, death, and the fall diminish the role of the ministers of the Eucharist through inward turmoil, doubt, and fear, as well as sinfulness and misguided clericalism. The world recognizes this and the faithful turn away from their priests, respecting them and loving them less and less. On this solemnity of the most holy body and blood of Jesus Christ, a day on which we also honor and pray for our fathers, we are confronted by confusion and mistrust in our world. We lack a common understanding around priesthood, fatherhood, and the Eucharist, nor do we appreciate how children and spiritual children are conceived and brought to maturity. We are confused, hungry, lost. Who desire to follow after him, yet priests and fathers are often just as lost. Hope never fails, for, once again, Jesus steps in. Take, eat, and be satisfied. And may the remaining fragments help heal a world turned upside down.